Welcome to our second episode of Pillow Talks. Today's topic, minimizing unconscious bias, the value in cultivating a common ground. Thank you for joining us today. Let's get started. Do any of these statements sound familiar to you? Hispanics are loud. Asians can't drive. Homeless people are junkies. Females have no backbone. African Americans are good in sports. Big people are greedy. Teenagers are obsessed with Snapchat. Any others you could think about? Now, we have all heard these types of stereotypes in our lives at one point or another. And many times, unintentionally, we make judgments based on the stereotypes that we have heard. And for those of you wondering what is unconscious bias, let's define what is bias. Unconscious bias refers to both positive and negative stereotypes that exist in our subconscious. These stereotypes influence our behaviors and decisions, both negatively and positively, as they are often prejudices and unsupported judgments in favor or against a person, place, location, or thing. Think of bias as the inclination of one's unfiltered thinking, often based on individual experiences and how one was raised. Bias is often portrayed by discrimination, favoritism, racism, and prejudice. It is the root cause for social justice issues that affect all of us in and out of the workplace. In short, it's a quick automatic judgment or assessment of places, people, things, or situations founded on our own story and background, our own cultural lens and societal stereotypes. Imagine driving down the road under a downpour of rain, looking outside your windshield window. Can you visualize it? Can you see? Probably not. If you're driving under a rainstorm, the possibilities of you being able to see clearly in front of you will be clouded. And so when you think about unconscious bias and bias, think about bias clouds our vision. Just like the rain in the windshield clouds our vision from looking ahead and being able to see forward, bias clouds our vision in how we can begin to see others and how we interpret what we see based on the little that we see. This affects everyone in all walks of life, in healthcare, in academia, entrepreneurship, in restaurants, in offices, in churches, in ministries. It affects all of us each and every day. How can this short message reduce your biases, you may be thinking. Well, you're going to learn three things 
you're going to be learning how to become aware of your own biases, exploring what means our commonalities and similarities and how they can help us minimize bias, and discovering four strategies for cultivating a common ground. The first step is to become aware of our own biases. Becoming aware of your own bias is extremely important. Harvard has a quiz for implicit bias that can be found on the Harvard educational page. But there are other types of assessments that can be done very quickly. Simply by looking at different pictures, for example. Perhaps a picture of someone who appears to be in the streets or perhaps of a building that is broken down or perhaps of a food that may look good. When we envision and visualize each of these pictures, there are thoughts that come up to our mind very quickly. And so you don't need a computer to be able to realize by using this simple technique that if you look at three pictures you have three opinions of each of those and those opinions are based on our background and our experiences they can be positive or they can be negative how we interpret those pictures in front of us can mean a lot and three people in the room, two or five people in the room, will probably look at the same picture and have a different interpretation of what that means. So it's very important to get in the habit of breaking those messages that come quickly when we look at a picture, for instance, in this example, when we look at someone we have messages already in our heads about places, people, things, and locations. And it is very important to become aware of our own bias and check ourselves to see what are the first thoughts that come to mind as we begin to look at those scenarios. Now, I'm going to give you an exercise, a first impressions activity. Open up a book or a magazine in the next week and wherever you open the book and the magazine, or the article, whatever the picture may be, write down at least two to three messages that quickly come to your mind. Pick at least two pictures and then analyze and assess for yourself. Were the messages that came to your mind positive or negative when you looked at the pictures? Why were they negative? Why were they positive? What did that stem from? Could there be an opportunity for a different perspective, a different lens, a different story, a different definition or interpretation for the same pictures that you're looking at? Perhaps if someone else looked at it. Practice to see how the process goes. Write down again two items for each picture that you see. 
in the article, magazine, or item that you select and see what that process feels like. And perhaps you may be interested in doing some homework. For the next seven days, I will want you to practice identifying your first impressions by checking your assumptions and your stereotypes. Perhaps you want to select a partner you want to try this with, or perhaps you want to do it alone. Either way, it's okay. I would like for you to journal the first things that come to mind when you encounter someone or something different from yourself or your immediate circles. Try to write down at least three items per day. Then check to see if you can identify any patterns and then share with someone you trust to start the conversation. And I encourage you to continue developing this process so that you can begin to stay aware and be aware of how you interpret things. Next, how do we cultivate that common ground? Thinking of two sides of the coin, diversity and inclusion, for instance. Diversity and inclusion talks about both similarities and differences. And it is very important for us to become aware because once we become aware of something, we can modify our behaviors and our attitudes. Think of a time where you were going to buy a new car and once you purchase that car, all of a sudden now you begin to see that car everywhere. I remember when I first bought my brand new car, I never saw it in the streets as much. And all of a sudden, after I purchased it, I started seeing the car everywhere. Same color, same model, same make. Interesting. So once we become aware, we are more careful and we check ourselves, which is part of this learning process. So again, now let's tie all this to the common ground, exploring commonalities and celebrating our differences. So in one side of the coin represents commonalities and the other differences. Most of the time people focus on only the differences, which can create sensitivity if one is not aware of their own biases. It's very, very important to value differences while cultivating a common ground. For example, us versus them. Changing the way that we speak. Nurses versus doctors. Waitresses versus managers. Student versus teacher. Creating categories. If you put one circle on the right-hand side and then you put another circle on the left-hand side and if they both touch in the middle, there remains a space there. And that is the space where the commonalities and the similarities stem from. So while let's say one side of the circle represents males 
and the other side of the circle represents females if we put the two circles side by side in the middle the space that exists is the space to begin to talk about our commonalities and similarities so let's explore what could those be that can be things that we have in similar we can talk about education we can talk about what school we went to the sports that we like the food that we like what do we do for work so within each group of people we can put in either circle anything and then in the middle lies an opportunity for us to be able to be open and talk about what is similar and what is some place that we can start to meet halfway and have a common ground to have a conversation I'll give you four strategies. The first one, make a real effort to find a common ground. When you see people, when you see different things, recall your experiences, whether positive or negative, and just do a quick assessment. And if there's any difference in there and an opportunity to connect and find commonalities and similarities, I challenge you to make that real effort to find a common ground to begin a multicultural conversation. Number two, develop employee resource groups, also known as ERGs. Traditionally, these groups explore both different types of groups. It could be African-Americans, Hispanics, Asians, Jewish, Europeans. But I'm going to also ask you to explore looking at ERGs that look at common groups to break down bias, like a group on all disability issues and a group about elderly care and a group about siblings, a group about homeowners, those specific groups will be an opportunity to talk about commonalities while also engaging in the diversity and inclusion of things and being able to have a variety of people, a diverse group of people in those groups that have a common ground that they can begin to talk to. Number three, encourage intergroup multilogs that are diverse and inclusive, goal-oriented, interactive, where everyone is open to be vulnerable and has a voice. And the proper time and structure or environment so that no one feels rushed. And number four, I'm going to let you decide for yourself what could be a strategy to find a common ground. Now you may be saying, why is this so important? And the reason why learning about unconscious bias is important is to learn 
so that we become aware of our own attitudes, behaviors, judgments, and stereotypes that affect our understanding, actions, and decisions in an unconscious and unintentional way. The stereotypes become deeply ingrained in our minds and influence our everyday lives unless we become aware of our patterns of thinking to ultimately minimize and eventually eliminate undesirable behaviors that are discriminatory, unequitable, unfair, founded in the root of hate, we will continue to treat others indifferently, making biased decisions, and cheat ourselves of a better us, a better environment, better relationships, sacrificing social justice. However, by becoming aware, we can become allies and adjust our lens from which we see others, allowing for endless positive opportunities and possibilities. Always remember that we can't control the filters and lens in which others choose to see us, but we can choose the filters in which we see the world, how we see others, and there lies the difference between bias and unbiased. It starts with you and me. This is all for today. I hope this has been helpful. Don't forget to share, applaud, and stay tuned for our next episode on Leadership Without Borders, a day in the life as a humanitarian volunteer worker, Operation Hurricane Maria. Remember to contact us. We are here to help you reach new horizons. Our consulting, training, and coaching services equip you to be the very best you can be. We look forward to connecting with you again in two weeks. Until the next time, may God bless you abundantly, and may you be the light amongst the darkness. Have a wonderful day.